Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Catholic Education Foundation podcast number 10. Super excited about this one. We have some awesome guests today. Mr. Tony Vanetti. Tony is the co-host of the Tony and Dwight Show on WHAS 840 Radio. And then Miss Julie Baum. Julie is the vice president of the Catholic Education Foundation of Louisville, now in her 17th year with the foundation. That's dating you a little bit, Julie. <laughs> you were 17, 17 man. Allowed to ask. Wow. All right. So, Tony, yes, you're, sir. you're a well-known personality in town. You often openly talk about your Catholic faith and your mm -hmm. ed Catholic education. Yes, sir. Can you talk about your family and your beginnings here in Louisville? Yeah, that's easy to talk about. Uh, my parish was St. Albert the Great. They took the great part off, and we used to get uh, made fun of all the time. We'd go play a football game. It was like, oh, it's not just St. Albert's. It's St. Albert the Great is here. Uh, but yeah, we had a lot we of fun. We used to do that, too. Right, right? Okay. <laughs> so uh, the Vikings, I, it was, I, had, I didn't have a normal experience in uh, grade school at St. Albert's because my parents were at school almost every single day, all right? Yeah. So there were four of us. So I have three siblings, three sisters, and we were all at St. Albert's at the same time. So there was at least two den mothers for each class, right? Okay. So my mother was den mother for all four of us every year run through. She was also the Girl Scout leader, youth group leader, cheerleading coach, and my dad coached the football team. So they were there constantly. All the time, and then helped run the gym and the concessions and all that. So my parents, were everyone in school knew Mr. and Mrs. V. Mr. and Mrs. V. Dad would drive the bus to Kings Island for the youth group, yeah. right? We would just get to, we actually, we would borrow, we'd call uh, Harry Jansen over at Trinity and say, can we take the football bus? Right. And Harry would go, yeah, just make sure you fill it with gas. Like there was no paperwork, you know, dad yeah, would just go anymore. over, pick up the <laughs> keys are in it. He would, t and dad would drive the Trinity football bus to uh, Kings Island. So I didn't have a normal experience. I didn't just go to school there. I was, I was there all the time. My right. parents were there. All the time we were involved, it was just, and I think obviously that was imprinted on myself because later I'm sure we'll talk about my experience with Holy Trinity yep. and how that translated with that. But it is, I've always talked about um, that it's not, it's just so much more than um, the academics, right? So the principal was Mrs. Pohl. I believe she just passed away okay. two years ago or three years ago. She was a fantastic woman. She knew how to handle a young Tony Vanetti mm -hmm. at, as the principal at, uh, at uh, St. Albert's. But I couldn't do too much. Julie, you know, Julie's <laughs> giving me a look already. Uh, I couldn't do, do uh, my parents were there all the time, so right. I couldn't do too much. But um, she, she was fantastic. Miss Whaley was the uh, music teacher, and she taught there the longest tenure at uh, St. Albert's. I ran into her at one of the uh, picnics. And she goes, you know, I only remember one or two kids, uh, Tony Vanetti and this other guy. And I go, well, that Tony Vanetti guy is pretty nice. She didn't recognize. She didn't oh, know. That's funny. I was older. Right? I was like, I think he's a nice boy, too. And she goes, yeah, I hear that. So uh, I love that uh, St. Albert's group. And and uh, and we were there from the beginning for to a long time. And, and I, I love all those folks there. Mrs. Franklin, Mrs. Pohl, Miss Boland, fifth grade teacher. Thank you for being my advocate when I was struggling in math in fifth grade. You're fantastic. And Miss Whaley, the music teacher all there father o'brien was the uh, was the priest there back in the old days sure. uh so i did many a hail mary and uh, uh for father o'brien you know so tony i'm the athletic director of ascension and really it just becomes part of who you are yeah 
You know, it just becomes a fabric of, of your yeah. everyday life. And uh, obviously your, your parents were super involved and, and now you got super involved in the Catholic faith. It just becomes who you are. It's, just, yeah. it's a way of life. It is. It's imprinted on you. And I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. Yeah. Like I can't. I'm, even if I said I'm not going to do anything. Uh, you're sitting there. You're going to go do it. right? Yeah, you're absolutely. Gonna, you're going to go do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, Julie, the foundation has formed a great partnership with Tony, obviously. Can you talk about some of the ways Tony has helped the foundation grow? Sure. Um, so, you know, we just celebrated our 15th Salute to the Game luncheon. And uh, 15 years ago, I was on staff, was one of the people that kind of got that first one going. We made $25,000. <laughs> we had maybe 400 people, 300 people in the room. Um, but my good, dear friend, John Asher, was one mm-hmm. of the founders of, of the luncheon. Rest his soul. Rest his soul. And he was instrumental in making sure that <clears throat> that luncheon grew right. and continued to grow every year. Um, unfortunately, in 2018, we lost John. Um, it actually was one month right before the luncheon. We lost him in August. And um, we, we mourned him. Um, he was a great advocate of Catholic education. And we mourned that loss with the community. However, I had a void to fill. So after the funeral, I said, I, I have to find somebody to do this luncheon in three weeks. So I, I make this joke. It's not that funny anymore. But, you know, <laughs> that, that we, had, we had a list of, you know, five people. And Tony was my fifth call. <laughs> yeah. But uh, really, we, we, to be truthful, we came around a group of us trying to figure out who's going to fill John's shoes, right? You can't sure. fill John Asher's shoes. Sure. But at the same time, we've got to have somebody lead this. And Tony's outspokenness for the mission of the Catholic faith has always been at the forefront, and he speaks very openly about it. And his involvement at Holy Trinity, his dedication to his his church and um, to the kids there, teaching, coaching. And we thought, we'll take a chance on this guy. <laughs> now, I had to keep him in the rails. We had a big meeting. He, he didn't think I was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, you, yes. We, uh, you were like, don't do this, do this, do this. I was like, look, I know the audience. We'll figure it out. I think these are my people. We'll be right. fine. Uh, but yes, you talked me into uh, doing it. I said yes right away. Yes. I was like, did. of course I will. Yes. Well, you know, it, it, being involved with the lunch prior to you being the host, Tony, it was a different vibe. Um, it was a, it was a, you know, less John Asher was the Uber professional, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was incredible at what he did, but you came along and added some humor and added a little bit more of kind of a fun vibe to it. Not for better or for worse. It was just right. a different vibe. It's different. And, yeah. Yeah. And it, it was, I, you know, obviously I think a lot of people appreciated it too. Uh, look, it takes a lot of guts to replace John Asher in anything. Yep. I thought so much of him. Uh, he was not just a broadcaster for us and won so many, uh, eclipse awards for WHAS that, uh, before he went to Churchill Downs, when, uh, when I heard, actually you told me that. John said, Tony Vanetti probably, if I don't do it forever, Vanetti's probably a good idea. Yeah. Uh, that meant a lot to me. Uh, so, uh, and I said, yes, I will do that. But, you know, sometimes when you follow Elvis, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, that's tough. Uh, but when I varied from the script every once in a while, you could see Rich and going, what are you doing? <laughs> wait a minute, wait, don't worry wait, wait, wait. about it. Stay on course. I Where's the, the mute boat, button? I know where the boat's going. Don't worry. <laughs> Where's the mute button? I hate. But I will say, when he said yes to us, uh, it, it formed a new partnership and, yeah. and a, a good friendship. And Tony is part of our team now. He well, certainly is part of our team, and we're happy to have him. And, and he can say the answer is yes, just as well as the rest of us. Thank you. Now, Julie, you don't know this story, but I'm not allowed in E-Town anymore because of Tony. We won't get into that. We won't get into that story. <laughs> but there, there is a story there. <laughs> Sorry, E-Town. <laughs>
All right. So Tony, during your Catholic grade school days, who were some of the influencers who taught you or coached you? Um, and what did you learn from them that was truly valuable? So uh, the what we learned, what I learned, and I mentioned a couple of them from uh, St. Albert's, uh, Mrs. Pohl, Miss Franklin, Mrs. Boland, uh, Miss uh, Borland. Um, look, if you don't have, you know, I was middle of the road academic. So you got to have teachers that you're an advocate, right? So they got to look, you, you know, the smart kids are the smart kids. They're going to get a hundred. They're the good teachers focus on the kids that can, that you raise those middle ones up, right? right. That's how you do that. 100%. But more importantly, it is, uh, the base of, uh, faith base and family. Yep. And that's the key for parishes. It's the key for Catholic Education Foundation. It is a family issue. You're raising the level of your family. And here's the issue. Bad things are going to happen to you in your life. Sure. You're going to have financial troubles. You are going to get divorced, possibly. God forbid. You're going to lose family members. And if you have that base, you're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be okay because you can. It, no one escapes all that stuff. We all kind of go through it. But if you have that strong base, that, that uh, religious, that ca- uh, Catholicism, that Catholic base, where you learn from these folks, and the teachers just care. Sorry, it's, it's, it's different. The teacher, the parent involvement is just on a different level than any other school system. And I've said it at the luncheon, it'll be the second year in a row. The Catholic, uh, the Archdiocese school system of 39 schools in this city is the number one school district in the state. Argue with me. I'll do Mm -hmm. it all day with you. I can argue with you all day long. I do this topic on the radio all the time. But if you have that base, because that's the difference, if you have that base, you can weather all the storms of life. Sure. Amen. And I tell you, Tony, there was an unthinkable tragedy. And I've mentioned it on this podcast a few few times. Uh, it happened to a kid here in the Archdiocese. And, and the family called and said, hey, listen, we just can't send the kid to Catholic schools anymore. Rich and Julie caught wind of this. And they said, absolutely not. Right. No, no. We, we were making sure this kid stays because this is the most important thing. Yep. It's for him to stay in Catholic schools. Yep. And that's what the CEF does, right? I mean, they step up and, they, and it's such an important piece of of it's a fabric of our community. It raises your family level from here to here, right? Yeah. And then and then guess what that family member is going to do? Pull the rest with them yeah. and then now that family mark is going in a different direction, right? Which is why it's so important what the CEF does. So you're a 1986 graduate of Trinity High School. Don't age me. 87. 87. Thank look you, at that. Julie. Well, come on. Somebody got you it wrong on my paper here. Yes. <laughs> uh, and you're such a big cheerleader for, for Trinity. Tell us oh. how your, your, your Trinity High School experience has made a difference in your life. Uh, Trinity changed my life. Um, the teachers there, I can't even really describe the impact that Trinity has on kids and, and boys and to men, boys to men, for, for sure. You walk in at 14, 13, 14 years old, and you leave at 18. Tell me in a bigger swath of years that you grow as a man into a man than that. Trinity takes care of uh, everybody, right? They're inclusive. Trinity's inclusive. If you want to be better, then you can be a rock, Right. I had teachers that looked at me when I was really struggling and said, we're we're not going to allow you to be the person you think you are Mm -hmm. because you're not that guy. Mm -hmm. We're going to point you in this direction. They don't have to do that. I mean, seriously, I heard I I got went to it my senior year. There was actually a couple of teachers (laughs) that got together. It was the 80s. I was having a good time. They were like, hey, we need to take care of Vanetti this year. Like, let's let's get Vanetti there, right? right. So, like, what other school district does that where yeah. the teachers are like, oh, that. we got to get Vanetti straightened out? So, um, 
And I, of course, senior retreat was amazing, but they find an amazing way to sort of customize your experience, yep. which is how do you do that yeah. for 1,400 kids? Right. It's the largest uh, private school in the state, and, and it's, a, it's an amazing experience. But uh, Rob, uh, Rob Mullen is the best teacher I ever had. He was a teacher before he was president. Oh, so he was the best teacher you ever had. Really. Okay. My, here's my, here's my like crowning jewel. So my 25th uh, reunion, I'm standing in the back and Rob Mullen walks in and he goes, okay, who had my theology class? We called it religion class back right. then. Who had my religion class with Vanetti and a guy named Bruce Lindsay? And like three or four people raised their hand. Bruce. And Rob Mullen goes, that was the funnest class I've had in, in at the time, 30 years teaching, right? And I was like, yes. Except I don't think he said funnest. <laughs> no, uh, Most whatever. Fun, Most fun, that. whatever. <laughs> See, she's grading me already. And Rob Mullen's going, Tony. Uh, but the, I, I, I was so, I was like, yes, my job here is done. Right. Because... He raised my level. I think I got a hundred in that class. He was he he nailed it. He was the best teacher I ever had. Uh, Ken Ellenbrand was my football coach. He's a freshman. He was the wrestling coach. His impact as a, a history teacher and a guy like I wanted mm-hmm. to be him. Right? Mm-hmm. Like I was like I want to be a history teacher and some sort of coach. Like I right. wanted it. And then I found the other job. Right. Sure. Uh, but uh, I, he he impacted me like you wouldn't believe. There were so many. I'm trying to uh, Miss Delaney. Jean Delaney impacted me. Uh, she was my English teacher. And the reason I'm in the media is because she, they had newspapers delivered to the school. Like for the first time ever, they had 15 newspapers delivered to our classroom every day. Huh. And then we wrote it. We wrote a paper on an article in the, in the newspaper. Okay. We had to choose an article and I got addicted to the media. I got addicted to current events. I got addicted to the way media writes. The media writes a column much different than if oh, you're yeah. writing a, you know, writing a, a an essay. Correct. So, right. Um, I got addicted to that and Jean Delaney, I love you. Thank you so much. I think she lives in Florida now. Um, but thank you so much. Cause that on that path set mm-hmm. me on that path. Um, Coach Fowler, God, God rest his soul. I mean, I coach Joe Bryant. I, I could run through, I could list 25 right. teachers right now. Sure. Uh, but here's the great thing about Trinity. I was in a level of academia and then that was lower. <laughs> My son went in. At the top of his class. He right. literally graduated the top of his class sure. uh, a couple of years ago. He took care of both of us. Yeah. You know, I tell you, and, and as you saw from the lunch, um, the kids that we're highlighting from these schools, how impressive are these guys? Right. Unbelievable. No, Noah and Teddy are uh, both last name Meyer, not related, obviously. But Noah, what a great kid. His dad graduated from Trinity. And then I've known uh, Teddy and his parents since Teddy was in. Now, he's a Holy Trinity kid, right? He's a Holy yeah. Trinity kid. And Nancy and uh, Nick Meyer, Nick is from Bowling Green. So there's, you saw at the luncheon the connection between Nick Meyer's grandfather's, uh, is the football office is named after him in Bowling Green, where Wallace came from. But so Noah. Is so impressive. Top of his class, Dartmouth. Yeah, how about that? I mean, that? come on, man. I know. I mean, and Teddy can choose where he wants to go. Well, and then and then these two senior class presidents get together. George Free, uh, George Free. Uh, his parents were Wagner guys. Yep. And they got smart and said, "I'm sending my sons to Trinity." <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, they got smart. Say, huh? So, uh, <laughs> uh, but George Free is a, is a state champion wrestler. He's the only state champion out of the city of Louisville, and uh, he's the senior class president that are getting together for that impact uh, yeah, for Dare to for Care ta- for tackling hunger. And you, yeah. and, you and Dwight just hosted your radio show yes. at the campus of Holy yes. Trinity. Yes, um, kind of in support of this whole tackling hunger, yeah. which I just think is amazing. These right. kids and Louis Straub on the spot when we were at Wave Three Listens donated two thousand dollars, one Bang. to each school, saying, yeah. "Hey, this is impressive. That's you it. guys are unbelievable." That's it. So I mean, it's just these kids are. I tell you, I think they know they're privileged. They know well. They know they're privileged, and they want to give back. They want to give the back. Best part about it, but they're so well spoken, and they're, they're, yeah. their heights, their hearts, in the right place, and you can tell they've been impacted by faith in Catholic schools, and it's just a, it's pretty amazing what this system's creating. Julie, don't you agree? Absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I, I think that really the schools coming together, and, and especially during rivalry week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, no, no, no. And making a difference in our community for, for others that need it. To your point, those boys know that they what they, they don't ever want for a meal. No. And no. they what is given much as expected. That's right. And so they, they live that. And I think at 18 to realize that Pretty is, crazy. is, yep. is amazing. Yep. So, Tony, how did your media career get started? Oh, uh, I saw, I met a guy that was doing afternoon drive for WQMF. At the time, it was the big rock station. Them and LRS were the big stations. And uh, he asked me to come down to the radio station and write some jokes for him. I did that. And then I said, oh. But why, why, back up one. Why was he asking you to come write jokes? How did you get to that spot? I was in a circle of people and I was, I was. I was doing the Frank Sinatra. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I got you. I got everybody you. Up thing, okay. And he came over okay. and said, "What? Why, why? What are you doing?" Right, right. And I said, "Well, I don't. Know, who are you?" So I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And he said, uh, "Can you come down the next day and write some jokes?" I said, "Sure." And then about halfway through that, I said, "You get paid to do this?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "You mind if I stick around?" He said, "Yeah." So basically, in this part, sorry, all all the uh, my Bishop Spaulding and everybody else, um, I lied to the receptionist for two weeks to come and sit in this radio station. So I went to the jock room and I sat for two weeks and I knew if I didn't say anything, at some point they're going to need somebody to drive the van or do, do something. something. Right. So I sat in the jock room and didn't speak and people would come in, jocks would go, who's the guy in the room? And I would just sit there, even if they, you know, I just didn't talk. <laughs> and literally somebody said, I need somebody to drive the van to uh, Dixie Highway. I yeah. said, I can do it. I get back, they're waiting for me at the door. They're like, you don't even work here. <laughs> what are and you I doing? said, yeah, I know. You want me to leave? They're like, well, no, you drove the van. Might as well <laughs> hire you. Now. Might as right. well hire you. So uh, I started part-time and basically got people coffee and lunch. Yeah. Drove the van. Yeah. And then they elevated me to remote engineer, which I drove the van. And then when they, they gave me my first shot of turning the mic up, and then I did this, they were like, oh, okay. It was just he something. Can talk. Sometimes people, they're just, they find what their, their thing is. That was me. Well, and so, so that's how it started. But now you obviously you're hosting this uber popular show on 840 WHS. How did it get to where it is today? Well, I had to reinvent myself. At some point, I was doing rock radio. Oh yeah, when sure. we were all around for that. Yep. But my kids were small, and I I can't be in a bar. I can't be out late. I yep. can't do concerts. Right. So I told them, and this is what my family meant to me. I said, you either movie to the AM and talk. Or I'm going to go sell paint or something else. Yeah, I got to do something different. I can't do something different. I got to do something. This doesn't line up with family. Mm -hmm. So they went, what about sports? So I went to 790 WKRD and became- Afternoon Underdogs. Afternoon Underdogs, which became the most successful sports show in the history of the city. I'm I'm not making that up. Just saying. I've got Just saying in the history of the world. Uh, In the history of the planet, (laughs) right? So, and then when that started to 
you know, sports started to take another uh, tumble. Yeah. We won't discuss what UofL has been dealing with. Yeah. So I said, I got to get out of this. Right. So I went to HAS and we brought off the bench. We brought Dwight off the bench from sales. And he was in sales. And honestly, when I was doing business with you guys, he was the sales rep. And, yeah. you know, and you could always tell this guy was destined yes. for a little bit more, yes. right? Yes. And I felt like the coach going, you know, come on. Yep. Off the come bench. on. Let's go. And he said, let's go. And we, re- we did the six to eight. And then when we had a reshuffle, they moved us to nine and noon. And it's been great. And I got to tell you, I know that we have a different type of entertainment. Uh-huh. We stay away from national politics. Yeah. We will talk local politics and we want to have fun. We believe people need a break from the divisiveness well, of the of and, the national politics. And Dwight certainly has a, a, a passion. A, yeah, passion. Yeah, Passion's the right word. A good word. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has a passion. I'm more late. I'm the adult, which is uh, insane. <laughs> right. That I'm the adult. I have to control Dave and Dwight yeah, and say right. that's enough. Uh, but we are, are. I will tell you this: our highest listening group are women over sixty. No, it's not. I swear to God. Is we're it like, really? Oh, we we have very high ratings. Thank you. Um, he's so humble. Um, so our our high. You would not believe the older women that stop us. But really? I, so I asked. I said, "Can you break out the older women numbers?" They're like, "Oh, we didn't realize you're across the board." Women over 60, you're number one. Well, Julie, I'm pretty sure that's probably the highest demographic in Catholic masses too, right? Yeah. So I don't know why <laughs> I mean, you're thinking. You. Are you thinking about discerning into a deacon maybe? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Don't tempt me. <laughs> He'd be good at that, man. Can you imagine him up there preaching every Sunday? Here's the thing. I don't want to do her confession. <laughs> you don't get to do my confession no, as a deacon. It would, be short, it would be so short. We wouldn't have anything to talk oh, about, Julie. Couple hill, it would be couple hill boring is what it would be. Angelic. Thank you. Uh, all right, Tony, you you and your wife, Jackie, have two children, Correct. John and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your, your kids and then your Catholic, how your Catholic faith played into raising your children. Holy Trinity. Oh, my gosh. Yep. It's the greatest run we've had in our lives. Holy well, Trinity. Well, you live kind of close. Uh, yes. Uh, you've been over there. Mm-hmm. Julie's been over several times. We've done the radio show on our back uh, porch. You, We've done the CEF on the back porch before because um, I live on Holy Trinity property. If you walk out my back door, yeah. it is Holy Trinity property, and that's how it's easy for us to be involved. But uh, Jackie is an alkalite, so she's involved. She she helps. Uh, an alka what? Alkalite. I know. You might want to explain that. It sounds oh, I'm like- sorry. <laughs> alkalite is the not po- alcoholic. Alkalite. <laughs> no, alkalite. Uh, and alkalite. Alkalite wears the white robe standing next to the priest and kind of controls the uh, the altar uh persons the altar people yeah all right they altar. Help, yes. i'm Jeez. i'm 53 <laughs> i have 53 i say altar boys but that's not yeah, boys well, and girls. right it's so open. um so she does that um and john and maggie ran through holy trinity and we had the greatest run with the greatest set of teachers that set our two kids up not just academically and the level of academics at, at holy trinity is second to none they always vie they always a battle uh you know saint alberts and saint pat's for for uh, and Margaret Mary for the top academics uh, marks, but uh, the teacher involvement is crazy. Yeah, there's a great staff there. Oh, there's, you know, and it, and it starts with great leadership. It really does. Mr. Richards is, uh, mm-hmm. and he's been there since I don't know if I I think he's been there for our run. It's like 20 years. Jack's been there for a long time. It's yeah. been crazy how long he's been there. He's been Miss. <laughs> Ashley Davenport yeah. is everything. Yeah, she's they're so energetic. It's infectious. Yes, that, that's it. But here's what I tell every parent that goes over there. 
because I was apprehensive, right? I was wanting to keep everybody arm's length, and I was like, what do we want to do here? What's the... And we're like, Jackie was like, no, I've signed you up for everything. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. So this is kindergarten, first grade stuff. Right. And I'm like, all right, here we go. Best decision of our lives. Just get involved. I don't know anything about soccer. No one cares. Just sign up for soccer. I don't know anything about football. No one cares. Sign up to be a coach. Right. Uh, volleyball. No one cares. Go sign up. Yeah. Work the work the luncheons. Go to mass on Wednesday morning. Get involved with everything you can because that's all the stuff you'll remember anyway. That just being that's right. at, on campus is the only stuff you remember. When we talk about those times, we'll only talk about what I just mentioned. Yeah. Nothing, you know, schools and all that. Yeah, everybody's uh, smart kids, and and you and you roll through now. And I've said this at the luncheon. <coughs> Excuse me. I said this at the luncheon also. Uh, both presidents of Saint X and Trinity Sacred Heart Presentation. Uh, um, Mercy. Assumption. Assumption. Yes. Wait. Assumption. <laughs> Do you know how they enjoy those kids hitting the ground running? Uh, from those presidents understand that the archdiocese sets those kids up for for success. Mm-hmm. First day freshman year, mm-hmm. Holy Trinity was that way. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Maggie crushed it. John, that's what he does. So he crushed it. He's a sophomore at Purdue, aerospace engineering. So he's aerospace. Uh, okay. Yeah, so he's doing okay. And um, so, but that all started at Holy Trinity. Yeah. And it was. And I tell Jackie, I'm like, this is the greatest run. I love, and then look, it's not all, uh, you're going to have issues. When everyone in the room is a type A, it's going to be, a, 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 you know, an argument every once in a while. But that's when success happens. If, you, if everyone's not having a healthy discussion on things, you're not winning. No and, and, and Holy Trinity is a winning operation. And I, I got to tell you, it is the best decision for the last 20 years. And here's the thing. Our kids have been gone. I just told you, a senior in high school at Sacred Heart and a sophomore at Purdue, we're still over there doing everything yeah. right? because we want to, Yeah, right? It's incredible, man. I mean, it's it's one of those things. I'm, I'm getting goosebumps here to talk about it because it's it's what I'm living right now. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm so involved in my parish and I wouldn't have it any other no, way. No, no. And, and I think that's what you're going to remember, right? Yes, that's all you're going to remember, really. I, I totally agree. Do you remember if he got a, uh, what grade he got in whatever class? No. No, it's remember good. That you're going to remember that straight A's. So. Well, <laughs> here's the other thing. Uh you get to know all of the kids at the school. So you yeah. know all their friends. That's right. Right? That's right. And, uh, and I will tell you one more thing that I love about Holy Trinity is that we live in the cut through. So the whole neighborhood cuts through our yard to go to school. Okay. Okay. So I, at first, Jackie was like, are we going to allow this? And I was like, yes, we are. So now, and Julie, you all have seen the setup oh, yeah. with the TVs. So we yep. watch college football and kids ride their bikes through and to go to school. The cut through right and there. And the cut through and they'll go, Mr. Finetti, what's the score? And I'll, yeah. and I, you know, and I'll yell it out and you're part of the whole thing. That's and that, awesome. that's an, I, I love that part. That's but awesome. I, I really think though, you can hear the passion in his voice. That's why Tony believes in the Catholic Education Foundation, because the opportunity your kids had, mm-hmm. you and Jackie sacrificed, but you could afford it. Not yeah. every family has no. that opportunity, and they, they can't afford it. And that's when the foundation steps in and okay. helps families. Now you're going to get me on. Do I have time for the Catholic uh, Education come on, Foundation? Let's go. Okay, Catholic Education Foundation. I want you to think about the impact of 3,600 children that are raising their level and going to Catholic school and changing their lives, right? So let's break that down. Name another. When you take a dollar and you give it to the Catholic Education Foundation, 
this is real change. Mm -hmm. How many times have you and I done charity events? Mm -hmm. We do not know, I'm throwing this money in a giant bucket. Are they really doing research? How much money goes to the research? How how much of this party goes to the actual... uh, Tony, we uh, did we charity. did we did a concert together. It was for a fundraiser for a local media guy who said he had cancer, and his guy didn't have cancer. Oh no, it was uh, ALS. Oh, it was ALS? That's what ALS, it was. That's oh what it was. God. But it was like it, you're right point, to your point. You don't know where, but with Catholic Education Foundation, that dollar is a t- it's you are changing people's lives. I went to St. James and spent the day at St. James. And St. James, a teacher said those two over there are brothers, and they were playing on the playground. And I said, what's their story? And, and they said, well, their apartment burned down last night. They're not sure where they were going to spend the night that night. These are the type of kids that Catholic Education Foundation says, we're going to change your life. Mm-hmm. We're going we're gonna to change. I get a little emotional about it because you meet these kids, right? Yeah. You want to cry because yeah. these kids, I mean, okay, so I told the story at uh, the luncheon. You ever turn on the TV and you see the saddest story about a family and they have kids and the thing that pops in your head is you go, those kids have no chance. Yeah. Those kids have no chance. Catholic Education Foundation steps in, fills the gap, gives those two kids you just saw on that sad story a chance. You know, so there was a couple kids that uh, a bunch of parents were, was in one of my son's classes at Ascension and a bunch of parents didn't like one of the kids and, and they wanted to, they wanted him removed from the school. Yeah. And the principal said, let me tell you something. This school's the only chance these kids got. Yeah. So yeah. they have to stay here. Right. Because if we go send them to somewhere else, yeah. then, then it's, it's over they for these kids. They fall between the cracks, Julie. Yep. And they, right. And they, and they get lost. They do. And we, you know, part of what the foundation does we help families fill in that gap, but we help families that go through hardship. They're in the middle yeah. of a divorce, of a, um, a sudden death in the family, major loss of income. And the parents' first reaction is pull them out of school because school's too expensive. And we say the one place they need to be is school. 100%. They need to have that stability and that yep. structure and the people that care about yeah. them. And um, I've heard story after story where principals, teachers, parents in the community have stepped up to help these families and so you know what we do is a small part in making sure they can stay there but then the community rallies around them and it's um you know it's life-changing it really is and here's the other big thing this is not government-based right this is grassroots yep this is this is catholics and 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 people helping people yep Right, and, and organizations in the city of Louisville understanding what they're investing in. It was an idea, mm-hmm. and that's how, that's just what this country has been built on is an idea. And now look at what it is with John Asher and Rich Lechleiter and Julie all together decided, what about this idea? And she just told you, first one was a couple. We raised twenty five grand. You do. How much did it was Friday or Thursday? Well, so Julie, <laughs> let me let me ask you that question here. So, um, we just hosted a blowout salute to the game luncheon. Um, it was at the Gold House Hotel on September twenty second. It was a new fundraising record. Tell us about it. Well, you know, raising half a million dollars <laughs> two years ago was quite a feat, especially mm-hmm. in the middle of COVID. Oh yeah. But this year we were so blessed beat that by $550,000. Yeah, it's incredible. And it was an amazing event. Wow. Great for our community to come together. Tony did a fabulous job. 
um, you know, again, injecting the humor, but also having everybody in that room understand the importance yeah. of raising those funds. Because those funds, guys, go right back out oh, yeah. to help families. Yeah. We're not, that, mm-hmm. that money, every mm-hmm. time that we get it in, it's going right back out. We're helping 3,600 kids this year, $7.7 million wow. with our funding partners. We need every dime that comes in at that luncheon to make sure that we can have a the resources to continue to help families as they come to us. And more and more families we're seeing are looking at the possibility of Catholic education that never thought about it before. So to us, that, that is transformational for not only the student, but the family, as Mm -hmm. you talked about. Yeah, it's fantastic. So Tony, you followed the work of the foundation for years and Julie's kind of explaining it right now. And Julie, you're in your 17th year of the foundation. Did either of you ever think that the foundation could grant a scholarship to every single qualifying family for eight straight years. How awesome is that? When Rich came to the foundation, he's, he said we were in um, his office talking and he said, we, we should say the answer is yes. And I said, you can't tell people that because you don't <laughs> know that is it's that, Was that really yes. your response? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's exactly what I said. Okay. I wow. Said, you can't She tell. doesn't hold back. I don't know if you noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I have noticed. But no, I said, you you can't tell people that because you don't know if that's going to be true. And he said, it absolutely will be. And um, for eight years, it has been. And when I started at the foundation, we had to send letters to people that said, you qualify, but we don't have enough money to fund you. Mm. And I can't imagine what it must feel like to fill out an application and ask for help and somebody to say, we hear you need help, but we can't give you help. And we haven't had to do that for eight years. And that has been so, what a blessing. What a blessing that we are able to do that. And we could not do that without our donors. I mean, we have amazing donors who we get new donors. We have donors who continue to step up. Yeah. And I really think that they are seeing the impact of these children and these students as they're moving on into high school and college. Uh, I, will, I will say this. These kids that get the opportunity... They're like they're not they're not like me and you, dude. They um, they understand, mm-hmm. and right? Yes. Well, the, the effort yeah. and the grades and, right. and the and the issue. If they, they had one, they're gone. They understand what, they know. what the opportunity. They under, they know mm-hmm. I'm not screwing this up. I'm going to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Good grades, no issues. That's the thing. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I tell you, who else has been a godsend, Julie. Is 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 Rich Lecklider. Oh yeah. I mean, Rich has been. I mean, obviously, he's changed kind of the fabric of of what the foundation's been, and really got all of these huge organizations in the city of Louisville involved. It's been pretty remarkable what he's been able to do as well. Yeah. He Rich came to the foundation. I think it's been nine or ten years ago, and uh, you know. As the story goes, which is true, uh, I had been at the foundation for several years, and I thought, you know, when the executive director retired, I would kind of move on to my next thing. And Rich had been our board chair, so I knew his level okay, of so you uh, knew commitment, Rich, we right? can say, and passion. Right. Level of commitment Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's fantastic. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> He's a detail-oriented person, right? Well, uh, Very much so. Yeah. But we ended up uh, being a great team, working well together. I kind of knew the ins and outs of the foundation and, and what we did. Um, he was able to really bring in the dollars so that we didn't have to send out those no letters anymore. And that was truly, fantastic. truly changing for me. And uh, just kind of been there ever since. And not say well, there's six of us in the office. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always uh, sunshine and rainbows. Sure. But, 
but it's worth it every minute. Well, what, what I said earlier, Holy Trinity and all that, if everything is calm and no one's, uh, no, you're not getting after it, you're not winning. There has to be, he set a standard and didn't demand, he demanded that we're doing this. And if we do just this, there's problems. So Rich Lecklider, when he came in, you're exactly right. You go to $550,000 at a luncheon, $7.7 million. Uh, and 3,600 kids because, yes, um, Julie and Rich are a lot more alike than she likes to admit. Uh, but, <laughs> Not true. But, but you, you all demand perfection. Yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. And that's how you get there. Because it is about kids. Well, and people understand that this organization's not messing around either. Nope. You know, nope. They, nope. they understand that you, you donate to this organization. It's, it's, it's going to be used properly. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're both Catholic school kids all the way through high school. And this is the last question for each of you. What would each of you say to your audience about that experience and why it's so important, not only to you, but to this community? Yeah, I've answered that, Julie. Let's listen to Julie. <laughs> you know, I went to uh, St. Rayfield grade school Assumption High School right across the parking lot. And uh, my daughter is at Assumption right now. My boys went to Trinity. A phenomenal just experience for all of us. But, you know, Assumption's one of their, and I'm not going to say this exactly right, but they have their uh, mission statement, which is uses words like integrity, Mm -hmm. compassion, Mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. And when I was 16, I didn't realize all of those things were happening in that building every day, but they certainly were. And um, as Tony said, and I'm a firm believer in this, in your life, bad things are going to happen. Tough times are going to come. And if you have faith, if you're treating people with dignity and respect, you can always hold your head high and you'll come out of the muck and, and your life will go on. And as long as you're helping other people and being a good person, treating people with love and kindness, this world would be a better place. And I think Catholic schools teach that gospel message, which is what love each other like God loves you. And it takes a while. Like she, she mentioned 16 year old Julie, 16 year old Tony, you know, and I think uh, my story is very similar to a lot of people that are watching this possibly to where I I was all involved. I got in my twenties. I didn't go to a parish. Mm -hmm. I stopped going to church and it went until I had kids, mm-hmm. and this everyone's going, oh, yeah, that was us, too. We had kids, and we go, okay, let's pick a parish. I say, well, let's not go back to St. Albert's. Let's go to, to Holy Trinity, because that's where we're going to live. And But I think people take that gap. And then you realize the impact that the, the parishes in oh, yeah. the right. high school had on you, because you get older, right. and you're like, now when you tear up seeing Ken Allenbrand and, and Rob Mullen, and you tear up, because now sure. you realize the impact, and I try to tell my kids that, yeah. when I would see a, a Bundyak, a, a Mr. Bundyak at Trinity yeah. for my son, and I go, you understand, he's your Ken Allenbrand. Sure. He was, you think? And I was like, you don't know it now, you but will, it though. will be. Right. Yeah. You will, though. Tony, help me with this outro here. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. And Tony, the tagline, so at the Catholic Education Foundation. The answer is yes. That was fun, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Steve. Thank you.